Hello and welcome back to another episode of 20 Minutes Fitness. I'm your host Charlie and this is episode number 42. Before I kick off the discussion for today's topic, I want to say thank you for stopping by and listening to 20 Minute Fitness. There's tons of value in this podcast and in our previous episodes for you to listen to. If you are enjoying 20 Minute Fitness, then don't forget to subscribe on whichever podcast player you listen to your podcasts on. And of course, we'd really love it if you could share it with your friends and family who are perhaps embarking on a fitness journey as, as I said, there's lots of value with fitness and health related topics being discussed. And you can even tag us on social media to let us know your feedback and thoughts of specific episodes. As you know, 20 Minute Fitness is powered by ShapeScale. ShapeScale is a 3D body scanning scale. So you simply step on and the 3D arm will rotate around your body, capturing all sorts of invaluable body data. This will then be transferred to the app on your phone where you can see all sorts of useful insights such as your body fat percentage, your lean muscle mass, even your muscle girth measurements, making ShapeScale a truly comprehensive fitness tracker. It is now available for final pre-order at shapescale.com. You can find all the show notes for the episode at www.20minutes.fitness. And of course, you can get in touch via email by emailing us at podcast at 20minute.fitness. So now, let's get into the show. So today we are taking a look at plant-based protein versus animal or meat-based protein. Which is better for us? What's more optimal with regards to our training and our fitness progression? Which one has better health benefits? This is all going to be discussed in today's episode of 20 Minutes Fitness. So currently this is a hot topic. More and more research and studies and scientists are telling us that there are so many negatives with the, that come with the consumption of meat. And of course, vegans and vegetarians alike singing the praises of having a plant-based diet. The controversy surrounding meat probably kicked off a few years ago when the World Health Organization reported about the fact that red meats were carcinogenic. And they also went on to say that red meat or the consumption of red meat has been associated with pancreatic and prostate cancer. And processed meats like bacon and sausage can also contribute to colorectal cancer. So we've definitely seen a trend in people reducing the amount of meat they eat and trying to replace it with uh, things like corn or even just upping the amount of legumes and grains and things like that they eat and nuts to get their protein and other macronutrients and micronutrients from plant-based foods. Of course, we know that there are differences between what meat-based protein contains and what plant-based protein contains. For example, an 100-gram portion of steak has 21 grams of protein on average, 19 grams of fat, obviously most of it saturated and no carbohydrate, while something like tofu has 8 grams of protein, 5 grams of fat and 2 grams of carbs, potentially a little bit of fibre as well, so they each provide different vitamins and minerals and different macronutrient ratios anyway. But what I want to specifically look at is whether people are right to jump on this bandwagon, should they be reducing the amount of meat and processed meat they eat, or should potentially athletes and people who are training hard looking to gain muscle mass, should they keep eating animal meat or should they switch over to plant-based meat as well? These are all things we're going to look at now. On a very basic level, we all know proteins, once broken down into amino acids, are used for almost every metabolic process in the body. However, different proteins can vary greatly in the types of amino acids that they contain. According to Healthline, Animal proteins tend to contain a good balance of, of all the amino acids that we need to obtain through our diet, whilst plant-based protein are low in certain amino acids. So which amino acids are these? Well, some key plant proteins often low in lysine, isoleucine, 
and methionine, for context, the human body can produce itself what we call non-essential amino acids, but we need to obtain essential amino acids from our diet, from the food that we eat. Lysine is a essential amino acid, therefore we need to obtain it through our diet. And as I previously said, plant-based protein is lower, or some plant-based protein is lower in content of lysine than meat-based protein. And what lysine does, along with vitamin C and the amino acid proline, it plays an essential role in helping the body to produce collagen. And collagen is a vital protein. It's the most abundant protein in the body. It forms connective fibers that make up your cartilage, bones, teeth, skin, and ligaments. And collagen keeps your teeth adhered to your gums. So as we can see, quite essential that we obtain enough lysine to be able to produce the collagen in our body. As previously mentioned, Healthline also suggests that some plant-based proteins are also lower than meat-based protein in the amount of isoleucine that they have. And again, isoleucine is very important for athletes and those that are training regularly because it participates in hemoglobin synthesis as well as regulating blood sugar and energy levels. There is substantial evidence to suggest that it also has anabolic effects on the muscle protein synthesis and it's widely recognized to increase endurance and to help heal muscle tissue. That's why you might see many people having BCAAs as a sort of intra-workout or pre-workout to help them maintain and build muscle mass and they'll be looking at which amino acids are actually present in that supplement. And the, the two key ones that bodybuilders tend to look for are isoleucine and leucine itself. So from this comparison of the amino acids present in plant-based protein and meat-based protein, we can see that animal or meat-based protein seems to be complete. It contains all the essential amino acids that your body needs to function effectively, whilst protein you can obtain from plants such as nuts, beans, and lentils seem to be incomplete as they lack one or more of the essential amino acids that your body needs to obtain through food. There are several studies that suggest that soy-based protein is complete, However, two essential amino acids are only found in relatively small amounts in soy. In a study called Nutritional and Health Benefits of Soy Proteins, it was found that methionine was only present in relatively low concentrations. And at an extreme level, methionine deficiency can lead to reduced growth rates along with things like liver damage, muscle loss, edema, and so on. And just while we're on the topic of plant-based protein potentially having less abundance of the specific amino acids we need to build muscle, so as mentioned, leucine, isoleucine are very popular from bodybuilders because they are associated with muscle protein synthesis as well as valine. These are all needed to build protein because of their structure, their branched-chain amino acids, and together they make up a third of muscle protein. And according to Oliver Wittard, who's a senior lecturer in health and exercise science, along with Kevin Tipton, who's a professor of sport, health and exercise science, they both found that in general, animal-based protein has a higher proportion, 9 to 13% of leucine than plant-based protein, which has 6 to 8%. And leucine, as we know, is one of the most important amino acids with regards to building muscle. Interestingly enough, they also suggest that you can potentially increase the quality of plant-based protein by fortifying it with extra leucine by combining different sources to make sure they have all the essential amino acids that animal-based protein already has. And obviously, you wouldn't have the negative side effects that the World Health Organization have established that red meat has, the carcinogenics, for example, or you could simply increase the recommended amount of plant protein that you're meant to have in a day. So despite having less leucine, you're still having the quantity that you need in order to you know, achieve that um, muscle growth or even to help the body function effectively. 
from what I've just said there, I can infer that some people would rush out and you know ensure that they're just eating meat or animal-based protein because they don't want to lose any muscle growth or they want to be able to grow muscle in the most optimal fashion. But this is an extreme case as where you're not getting enough methionine into your diet. And it's not just by having soy-based protein instead of meat-based protein. This will definitely happen. In fact, athletes such as Barney Duplessis, who was Mr. Universe in 2014, and multiple world record holder strongman Patrick Babumia would certainly argue that not having meat-based protein in their diet has not been a disadvantage. In fact, obviously, they are at the top of their game with respect to being a bodybuilder and a strongman, winning as vegans and people who don't include meat into their diet. So these men most certainly prove that you can be a top-class athlete by just obtaining your protein from plant-based sources. However, studies in the skeletal muscle anabolic response to plant versus animal-based protein consumption have suggested that the ingestion of plant-based proteins in soy and wheat results in a lower muscle protein synthetic response when compared to those found in animal-based proteins. And the possible lower anabolic properties of plant-based protein they've suggested is to do with the lower digestibility of plant-based sources. Now, this study does contradict one of the future studies I will reference in this episode. And so it really does paint a picture that there is still some uncertainty as to which is more superior or which would help if you're training more plant-based protein sources or animal-based protein sources. And it really does seem that depending on the test that's carried out and the subjects that they're tested on, there are going, you're going to yield different results. But amino acids aside, are there any other benefits that having meat or plant have over the other? In short, of course there are. With the steak and tofu example I gave earlier, it was easy to see that there are built to different things, the different nutrients, micronutrients and vitamins in plant-based food compared to meat-based food. So when we look at food that contain animal protein, they are high in several nutrients that are often lacking in plant foods. For example, vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 is mainly found in fish and meat and poultry and dairy products. And vitamin B12 is crucial to the normal function of the brain and the nervous system. It's also involved in the formation of red blood cells and it helps to create and regulate DNA. Zinc is another example, mainly found in animal protein sources such as beef, pork and lamb. Often people supplement zinc into their diets. It's more easily absorbed and used from animal protein sources. And zinc is involved in cell division and cell growth and it's also imperative to ensure the body's immune system is fighting at its best. But of course, there are also vitamins and minerals that are found in plants that are lacking in animal foods. Therefore, we suggest eating balanced amounts of both to ensure you get the nutrients you need. And that's why everyone always talks about maintaining a balanced diet. So what is found in plant-based protein that might not be found in animal-based protein or is found in less concentration? Well, flavonoids are one of them. Flavonoids are the most common group of antioxidants in plants, and they're virtually found in all plant foods. Many of the benefits of eating your fruit and your veg may be due to their flavonoid content. In fact, some studies indicate that flavonoid-rich diets may have health benefits such as uh, reducing your risk of heart disease or improving your brain health and function or even improving your colon health. And obviously, another advantage of eating a substantial amount of plant or plant-based food is because of dietary fibre. The fibre found in plant foods is believed to be responsible for so many health benefits. It's basically defined as part of the plant that can't be digested in the upper digestive system. And a high intake has been linked to things like lower cholesterol, again, reduced risk of heart disease, reduced risk of colon cancer, decreased risk of constipation, and so on. So we're beginning to see now when comparing the different nutrients found in both plant and animal-based protein, and obviously whether you're eating them to get protein from either source, 
that they both have their advantages and disadvantages. That is why we suggest having a, a balanced diet. Obviously, if I was to look at research done by a vegan or a meat-loving bodybuilder, then we would have a sort of not balanced conversation here. Of course, someone who is only eating vegetables or plant-based food and getting their protein from plants is going to rave about the benefits they're getting from that diet. And on the other side, someone who is eating a lot of meat and chicken or whatever, bodybuilding food to try and gain muscle will talk about the benefits they're having and the sort of optimum rate they're growing their muscle at. That's why I've tried to go fairly neutral with this conversation and not just include opinions from meat lovers or vegans, but actually look at research and the components of the food and the actual amino acids and the nutrients that you're finding in each. As you, our audience, are into your health, your fitness, you're on your fitness journey, trying to either gain muscle, lose body fat, whatever, we're going to try and look at some studies to suggest, uh, to see which protein source, whether it be plant or meat, is better if you're an athlete or if you're looking to gain muscle. However, according to research published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, both plant-based protein and meat-based protein built muscle equally well. They concluded, however, because plant-based protein came with less baggage in the form of harmful components, obviously we've talked about uh, the fact that lots of processed meat and red meat can lead to uh, all sorts of uh, health-related problems, they suggest that plant-based protein can be a more beneficial protein source to use but with regards to training, there was negligible dis difference. This statement's also backed up from another study. From 2002 to 2005, researchers from the Hebrew Senior Life Institute for Aging Research and the University of Massachusetts observed the muscle mass, strength, and bone density of 3,000 participants with varied dietary habits between the ages of 17 to 72. And they found that whilst higher protein intake led to better overall musculoskeletal health, which we'd obviously hope we would we already know that more protein can help us gain more muscle, the source of dietary protein, whether it be plant or animal, was irrelevant. Dr. Kelsey M. Mangano said, We know that dietary protein can improve muscle mass and strength. However, until now, we did not know if one protein source was better than another in accomplishing optimal results. So their study here has actually helped shed light on this. As Dr. Emigano previously said, they didn't know beforehand which source was better until this study. And now it seems that they're both equally as good at building muscle and actually helping to gain strength. It's more about the volume you take in, regardless of the source you take it from. So to summarize, as I think can be seen by the information we've shared in today's episode of 20 Minute Fitness, it does seem that there's still conflicting information as to whether plant-based or animal-based protein sources are more optimal for the human body or for helping you to progress with your fitness or in terms of growing muscle, each of them having their own advantages and disadvantages. So some sources saying that plant-based have less concentration of leucine, for example, or the fact that they are missing two uh, essential amino acids that you can't obtain naturally for your body whilst meat-based protein is already complete. However, as we know, the overconsumption of meat can lead to harmful well, health risks later on. They don't have the abundance of dietary fiber, which we definitely need to help our digestion and our digestive tract. So all that we at 20 Minute Fitness can say or all that we can do is highlight the facts and the research that we found. We can't tell anyone to change their diet. As we both illustrated, they both have positives and negatives. It's up to you to decide what you want to do. It seems that the most beneficial thing to do might be to lead a balanced lifestyle, having enough vegetables and plant-based protein and plant sources, as well as having some meat-based sources. But if you've chosen to go one way or the other, be a vegetarian, be a vegan, then do what's right for your mindset, for your beliefs, for your body. It's 
your own decision to make. So once again, thank you so much for stopping by. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of 20 Minute Fitness. It was really interesting diving into this research as it's not something I've paid too much attention to before. Someone who loves meat and obviously whey protein and protein sources and supplementation that come from animal byproducts. It's always been my inclination, oh, animal meat will make you grow bigger, but it's really interesting to see studies saying that there is potentially no difference between having plant-based protein or animal-based protein so that's really interesting for me and it might help me direct my diet um, in a different direction so all that's left to say is thanks again we'll see you next time don't forget to subscribe share with a friend reach out to us on social media interact with us we can't wait to hear the feedback you have on this episode